Ben and Sharon. Here we go on a Friday afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning into the program this afternoon. It is very exciting because someone will win return flights for two to Phuket, Thailand, thanks to Air Asia before seven o'clock. That's always exciting. Yeah, and also we uh, we uh, we uh, we are we are we are we are John and Ben. That's what we are. <laughs> Great start to this radio program, Jono. Uh, but next, it is the royal wedding. It's going on this weekend. Uh, everyone is talking about it, but we thought we'd call London and see if someone would pretend to be Prince Harry for us for a radio interview. Just a, a Londoner who's going to answer the phone. Will they pretend to be Prince Harry? Will they do that for us? We'll find out in just a moment. I don't think they will, but stick around. In tw- 10 to 20 minutes, we'll find out if someone will pretend to be Prince Harry for us. For no reason at all other than radio entertainment is The Edge. John O'Ben and Sharon. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Tomorrow, everyone was talking about the royal wedding. Meghan Markle um, marrying Prince Harry. It's going to be uh, It's going to be international... Uh, I don't know. So it's going to be something international. <laughs> I almost said something there, guys, but I didn't quite. Sorry, can I? It's producer Dan here. Can I just pull back the curtain? Okay. No, don't pull back the curtain. Oh, no, no, pull don't. John and Ben do a segment on their on their TV show, which is back very soon. Called... Well, we're trying a new segment. Don't interrupt me. Okay. Okay. We're trying. You it, may not, it may not go to you yet. We call Dan Deadweight Dan, but today better me of the Deadweights. Yeah. So you do a segment called Drunk Interviews on your TV show. Well, yeah. we tried, tried it out, and today we're a little bit hungover. Okay. Uh, so, Dan, Kiwi Heroes is a segment we like to do uh, where we see if someone will become a Kiwi hero and help us out. Mm. But today we're going international. We're going to see if someone will help us out to do with the Royal Wedding in England. Yes, because it is the Royal Wedding this weekend, <laughs> Saturday night. So yeah. I wanted to get Prince Harry on the phone, but we're never going to be able to do that. He's a busy man. He's trying to organise yeah. a wedding. He's busy normally, so he's even more busier today. So what I thought is I'll bring London and see if I can get someone to pretend to be Prince Harry in an For interview. a radio interview. Yeah. Okay, All right. Here we go. It's let's a call, long shot. Let's call London and see if someone will become an international hero, not a Kiwi hero, and uh, pretend to be Prince Harry for us. Hello. Hello. Is this London? Oh, it is. Yes, yes. Speaking, yes. Oh, hey, man. It's uh, My name's Dan. I'm calling from a radio show in New Zealand. Um, very, very stressed out, actually. I've got. I've promised my announcers, my uh, radio show talent, that I'm going to be able to get um, Prince Harry on the phone today because, obviously, it's the wedding this weekend. And, um, look, for the life of me, I can't do it. I've rung Buckingham Palace. I've rung all the palaces in, in England, but I can't seem to get hold of them. So, yeah, no, it's really difficult to get through anywhere at the moment. Like, you know, all the landlines are just chocker. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a favour I wanted to ask you, actually. Would you, by any chance, be able to, like, answer the phone in about 10 minutes and pretend to be Prince Harry? Uh, yeah, no, I don't see why. I don't see why not. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if you're going to fool it's them. But cost we'll... you. If I'm helping you out, it's going to cost you. I'll, I'll sort you out with, like, 50 bucks. Is that all right? You're going to save my ass. <laughs> yeah, go on in, I'll do it there. All right, cheers, man. All right. Wow. Well done, Dan. Well okay. done, producer Dan. Okay, so we're calling back and see if someone will not only become a Kiwi hero, but an international hero. What do you reckon? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to come through. Are you going to talk to him first, or should oh, we? I'll talk to him first. Okay, so and, you can um, put us. Yeah. <clears throat> should be playing Rule Britannia here. Hello, Harrison. Oh, is that Prince Harry? Sorry, yeah, who is this? Oh, uh, sorry, it's it's just Dan here. I've got you um, the two announcers for your interview in New Zealand. Is that okay? Uh, 
splendid, yes. Very excited about the Royal Wedding this weekend. And, Producer Dan, you've done I, I can't believe you've done this, but we're crossing live to London right now. Joining us on the phone just before the wedding, Prince Harry himself. How's it going, Harry? Oh, see, it's absolutely splendid at the moment. We're, we're awfully busy, so I can't, you can't really have too much of my time. Well, he sounds very, very busy with wedding plans, doesn't he, John? Who would have thought he'd be involved in such intricate details? Um, who are you marrying again, Harry? Megsy. Old Megs and Merkel. <laughs> Megs and Merkel. <laughs> yeah, so we call him Megsy in the family. You know, just a little bit more, you know, a bit more comforting. Okay, who's coming to the wedding? Who's your best man? Yes, I can't disclose any of that. It's uh, all top secret. I can't really disclose... Who's going to be my best man? Oh, we're very excited about wow. it. Uh, can you give us any uh, any any details? I know you, it's very secretive, but anything uh, we can have on New Zealand radio is a bit of a scoop about the wedding. What can we look forward to? Well, you can look to, forward to the actual procession that will be coming from the uh, from the chapel. Uh, we'll be going out through Windsor. Council said no to tents this time, which um, <laughs> I can understand with an awful yeah. bloody immigrant. <laughs> hey, Harry, Harry. Harry, you're getting to v- involved in very intricate details, <laughs> so thank you so much. Not, not a problem at all. Like, you know, I'm too glad that the, uh, the New Zealand viewers will, will come in and have a good view of the, uh, the wedding there. Wow. I hey, can't look, it's John O'Ben and Sharon here. <laughs> we love you. We're going to dip out of this deep character role you're playing. I've actually dig very deep for this. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, the wind's a star. We've lost him, Daniel Day-Lewis. We understand you're not, Prince Harry, but we do appreciate you pretending to be for us. Uh, oh, well, you're, you're an international hero. We appreciate you pretending to be Prince Harry for us and enjoy the, wed- the royal wedding, if you're watching it or not. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll be too busy, probably. I'll have a point in the end. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. On a Friday as we head into the weekend, we like to reflect back on the week and uh, see what called What a Week. It's right <laughs> a different What a Feeling music. <laughs> Normally it's What a Feeling. Can I be honest? No, don't be honest. I've, said, be honest. I've said since the it's three o'clock you've tried to be honest and I've said no. Don't be honest. honest. Just be professional. There's a reason why we can't. No, just get, get, get the music going. Uh, so if you've got a um, a thing that you've achieved this week... <laughs> you're a shambles today. Uh, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Uh, what have you achieved, big or small this week? Why is... Time to say goodbye. That's not the what a feeling. Why have you had a good week? Uh, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Whatever thing it is, big or small... Is the phone number, and don't forget, everyone that calls the radio show this week goes in the draw for those return flights for two to Phuket, Thailand, thanks to Air Asia, which will be drawn before the end of the show. There we go. What a feeling! Hey, what a feeling when your co-host gets the right musical bed right. That's a great feeling. That's my favourite part of the week. All right, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. All right, here we go. Alish, welcome to the show. What a feeling! What have you done? What have you done this week? I got to put a nasogastric tube in a baby. You what? A nasogastric tube. You put a, a, a gastric tube in a baby? <laughs> I don't really know if I understand half of that, but it sounds Mate, like a great thing. She put a gastric tube in a child. A nasogastric tube. I'm a nursing student. Well, well, done. Nursing well done. Well done. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's a huge advancement <laughs> in the world of nursing. Yeah. Good on you. Well done. Well done. What a feeling, Marcel. What have you done? I managed to get through the whole week without swearing at my husband or my kids. <laughs> what do you want to say about your husband right now, though? Yeah, take it, take it out on your husband right now on the radio. Go. What do you want to say? <laughs> he is a... Oh, 
I'll save it up for the weekend. <laughs> all right, all right. He's going to get a whole lot of gold. A whole lot of gold. Kendall's with us on 0800 The Edge. What did you do this week, buddy? I just picked up my car from the panel beaters because it was all smashed up. What a what feeling. A feeling. <laughs> How'd you crash your car? Oh, well, my little sister actually did. I let her borrow it and she smashed it. So oh. she just paid for the repairs. And I've got it back, so I'm so happy it's fixed. Screw your little sister. <laughs> Not literally. <I> don't... <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. No one was thinking that, but thank you, Jono, for taking us there. <laughs> Zara, welcome. What did you do this week? What a feeling. I got my first A-plus at university. What a feeling. Oh, that's awesome. What, what are you studying? Vet nursing. Oh, well done. You've got A-plus in vet nursing. What a geek. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take, don't be a hater. That's so good. A-plus. I've never got an A-plus in my life. No. I'm proud of you, Zara. Yeah, first time. Thank well, you. Well done. Enjoy well the done. weekend. Yeah, good on you, buddy. Good on you. Ashley, let's do this. What a feeling. What happened? Hello? What did you do this week, buddy? Uh, I'm a teacher, and I've survived a whole week in the classroom. Yeah, we are. Bloody kids, eh? <laughs> Bloody kids. Bloody kids. Look, I see teachers teaching kids, and I'm like, you are doing God's work. Oh, teachers do a wonderful job. They yeah, do. Try teaching, try teaching 63 of them. Yeah. 60, what, 63 kids in your classroom? Yeah. And 63? Yeah, 63 and two teachers. Oh, my God. Wow, you, you are doing, wow. Well, hey, I'm proud of you, Ashley, and you know what you're doing? You're what? doing a slightly okay job, not compared to us, because we're entertaining the world. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I don't know if we entertain the world. You've seen our survey results. <laughs> <laughs> we're entertaining three people, and you're one of them, Ashley. <laughs> no, I'm proud of you. Well done. Well, I, I have full respect for teachers, because they, uh, they're doing stuff. <laughs> they are doing stuff, Jono. Very good. Great input this afternoon, Jono. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Joining the studio by Guy Williams. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going very good, thank you, Ben. Jono's just cracking up here. You guys, um, you guys have seen uh, better days. Yeah, we, we, we're Can struggling. We be honest? <laughs> Listen, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I yeah. love this so much. <laughs> I'll be honest. We had to. No, don't, don't be honest. No one wants you to be honest. Just say we're struggling a bit. They're struggling. They've, yeah, they've yeah. had better days. Yeah, we are. They've had better days. Well, but I'm here. How um, are you, I'm I feel like I should do the heavy lifting in this interview. Thank you. Can you? I'm here for an interview to talk about my comedy festival show, which is happening in Auckland tonight and tomorrow night. Jono's gone to get his laptop for some reason. <laughs> Jono, at least stand near the microphone. Yeah. But I'm here um, mainly more to discourage people to come. Like, come to my show, great. But I want to discourage, like, children from coming. Oh really? My, my last show, my last show in Wellington, I had the two youngest kids, and it, don't get me wrong, it was quite a well-sold show. Yeah. But for some reason, there was two kids in the front row centre with no one sitting on either side of them. Really? So it was like almost like two like random ten-year-olds and eight-year-olds. My comedy show is very adult, not mm. in so much in subject and 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 matter and stuff, but just in language and just I talk yeah. about like adult themes, a lot of politics and stuff. That well, I make, I was making a joke about Bill Cosby at the time, and I just noticed two children. I was like, "Do you guys have any idea what I'm talking about or what's going on? This must be a nightmare for you." Anyway, it's just weird to have kids in the front row. It's a stressful thing. I didn't know what to do because they're like eight and ten years old. I was like. I gave my cell phone to play with in case that would, like, tie them over. <laughs> Tried to do some jokes about um, adventure time to maybe entertain them a little bit. Does, um, it, does it throw you off when you see, like, not just kids, but just someone in the audience that isn't enjoying it or something going on? Mate, you know? no one's never not enjoyed my show. No. <laughs> no, I see that all the time. No, it's funny how it, it absolutely does, especially for new comedians or especially at the classic. You always see that one person 
who is not is hating it. Like the whole crowd could be the best <laughs> yeah. gig you've ever done, but there's always that one dude there, normally an old dad kind of man, arms crossed in the front <laughs> row. What is he doing there? I don't know. And yeah, it does it, it affects you a little bit? I'm going to be honest your, with you. But your dad turns up and heckles you. My dad heckles me. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's an awkward. Situation. He claims he's helping me. People might know Gary from the John <laughs> yeah. and Ben show, but it's never good, eh? Like. Um, He'll literally say things like uh, that don't even make sense. I'll be jo- doing a joke about ambulances, and he'll be like, "They're called health shuttles." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "They're called health shuttles." I'm like, "Is it my dad?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm just helping you out a little bit." Like, what are you not helping me out, Dad? You're not helping me out at all. You're sabotaging. There's not many because it's a classic comedy like response to go like, "Dad, you're drunk, go home." And normally it's a joke. It's not their yeah. dad, but in my case, it's often as my dad, Gary, who's just coming along because his mum's kicked him out of the house or something like that. Hey, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a game. With with you, Guy Williams. Okay. Yeah, we're going to call Q Theatre. Yeah. And you have to get them to say your name within 30 seconds. Okay. Without without saying his okay, name. Okay, all right, okay. okay. Good, and welcome to Q Theatre Box Office. You're speaking with Matthew. How can I help? Uh, hey, how's it going? Um, I'm looking to book a, um, uh, a comedy ticket to a show tonight. Okay, good. What's your best show you've got on offer tonight? Oh, that depends. What's your name? Uh, my name's uh, Steve. Steve. All right, Steve. And what kind of comedy do you like? Uh, well, uh, just stand up, just something good in the comedy festival. I'd say uh, Guy Williams would probably yes! be your kind of thing. Yes! <laughs> he did it! Uh, I, I can't remember your original name. I was going to call you Steve. It's John and Ben calling for the Edge <laughs> Radio Station. Hey, John and Ben. Hey, we're here with, with Guy Williams. You sounded an awful lot like people who would like Guy Williams as soon as I picked up. That was why I was wanting to check your name, make sure you weren't Guy. Cheers, Q Theatre. I, lo- I yeah. genuinely love you guys, so thank you. Love you too. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it. So if you want to get Guy, he's there tonight at uh, 8 o'clock? 8.45. <laughs> you can't just take a stab, mate. Get there at 8 o'clock, uh, beat the parking, beat the traffic, <laughs> and the show's on at 8.45. A- enjoy it. Yeah, it's going to be a ripper. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no worries. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge. Wedding tosses. Now, we have whittled down from our 10 finalists uh, to this morning. We got announced who is the winner of the Edge tosses, uh, and they're going to get married at Matakana. <laughs> What I do? Dan produces Dan saying it's each wedding tosses. What I say? Just the each tosses. <laughs> I, think, I think we're the each tosser. <laughs> yeah, we're the tosses from the edge. <laughs> I left out a final word there, didn't I? But congratulations to Brody and Steph. Uh, they are our wedding tosses, yeah. and uh, they're going to have their wedding. Uh, well, of their dreams, maybe it's all up to a toss of a coin. Brody, Brody's with us on the phone. Hello, you tosser. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, very good, mate. How are you? Yeah, we're doing well. How buddy. you feeling? You um, you got announced this morning as the couple. You feeling good or nervous? Uh, on a very good high, actually, especially after winning the first toss and not having to get my nose pierced. Oh, so that was the first toss. Okay, well, we're going to announce what the second toss is going to be Monday morning with um, Dom, Megan, Randall. So, um, heads, you get your two groomsmen, which are going to be your brothers, right? Yep, yep. And tails, your groomsmen are going to be caller one and caller two who call 0800 The Edge. Oh, exciting. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's what I'd do if I was you, Brody. Okay, we're trying to sabotage your wonderful day, obviously. You know this. You know this. <laughs> Get your brothers to phone the Edge, 0800 The Edge, when this thing's happening live on the radio. Get, the, get them in there. Yep. Because that would be a hell of a play if they went to call the one and call the two. And, and they were both your brothers. That would be a great play. Great call. 
that's that's how we would play it, but it's, it's going to be quite hard. Wait until you get um, either your, your wife um, to be Steph or Jono. That's going to be a great toss <laughs> coming up in a couple, couple of weeks. So. <laughs> I'll do I'll do heaps of weird stuff, bro. Okay? I'll lay that in with you now. I like to push boundaries. I'm ugly. I work harder. Oh, mate. Oh, well, congratulations, question mark. Um, but uh, you guys sound like a wonderful couple, and we look forward to um, talking to you lots throughout the next yeah, two weeks and being part of your big day. Thanks, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a big rollercoaster going forward. Oh, good on you, Brody. Tune in Monday morning with uh, Don, Meg and Randall to find out if uh, if Brody and his lovely lady-to-be are going to... Um to, go, to get, well, the uh, the groomsmen that they want or if it's going to be Caller 1 and Caller 2. And a big thanks to uh, Tahiti Tourism for the epic honeymoon with a couple. We'll be staying at the Sofitel Bora Bora private island, so at least that's a sweet thing. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, something I saw on Instagram last night, um, and they were they, they, the person was throwing it out there, and I thought, this is an interesting debate, is when you go to the movies, are you allowed to take your shoes off? Like, you know, when you you get you get comfortable, you sit back in your chair, you've got your popcorn, you got your drink, you know, you're getting comfy. Is it okay to take your shoes off in well, the movie? What's theater? the movie? What's the movie? It doesn't matter. Is it, a feet, is it a feety movie? Like, is it The Hobbit? <laughs> Does that matter? It better. So matters. if I'm watching The Hobbit, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll take your shoes off. It's quite Okay, feet. so let's say I'm going to see Deadpool 2. No, are your socks on? Yeah, socks on. Socks on. So just shoes off, socks Yeah, just shoes off. Like, relaxed. Take your shoes off. Yeah, hey, I, I, don't mind. I don't mind. Make yourself at home. Well, what pl- have you got stinky, stinky feet? Well, how close are you to the person with their shoes off? Well, you might be sitting next to the person. Oh, well, I don't know. That's kind of like when you're on a long-haul flight, right? You, is it all right to take your shoes off or not? I'm going to say yes, because the last last time I took a long-haul flight with you, mm. I ended up with my crotch in your face, and you, you woke up with my... My genie's in your face. You did. Yeah, I did. I'm not going to explain any more details. No, no, I don't think it needs any more explanation. No. If you've heard the show before, you know the explanation. If not, you'll just go, okay. So I'm saying whatever you feel is good is good. My dad, about shoes, he won't even take his shoes off in his own house, my house. So when dad dad comes to say he's he's got his shoes on the whole time, he's English, he's British. The British don't bare their feet for anything. Oh no no no! But not even if you went. Oh hey, we'll take our shoes off in this house. He's yeah. like, Mm-mm. no, he'll go to he'll go to bed with his shoes on. <laughs> like he won't just he just won't do it. Really? It's odd. Yeah. Okay. Do you, are you a shoes off guy in your own house? Yeah, we do. We do. Are you we, a bare feet person? We kind of got into the thing when you when you got little one. You know, when you got little ones. You know, when they were crawling around the house and stuff, you are kind of like, oh, let's take them off because you don't want to like walk stuff all over the house that they kind of. Yeah, yeah, so we kind of got into the habit and kind of just d- d- done that since. Okay, can you take your shoes off in the movies? Let's do three calls to rule them all. All right. Take this into account. It's a long time in a movie. You're there 90 minutes minimum. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, you are. Quite a big space. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Make but, yourself at home. That's but, my thing. But then sometimes, well... I'm saying yes, take them off. If someone's sitting next to you, I'm like, well, I don't know. If it's not your mate... So I'm in the yes camp, you're in the no camp. What do you reckon, 0800 The Edge? Kendall's with us. What do you reckon? I think yes. Take them off, get comfortable. You're there for at least 90 minutes. Make the most of it. What if you got stinky shoes? Oh, uh, well, I don't think they'd be able to smell it because they're quite far away. The shoes are good, yeah. good distance away. Hey, good on you, Kendall. Relax. <laughs> Relax. That's the way to... That's the way to uh, Michelle's with us on 0800 The Edge. How are you, Michelle? Yeah, good mate. Yourself? We're doing well, mate. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, actually quite hungover. <laughs> we are do you right. know we started drinking at 8.30 this morning, <laughs> Michelle? <laughs> What I'm going to say is if you want to go to the Hara Cinemas in Taranaki... The Hara Cinemas, yeah. You are not allowed to wear your onesie anymore. 
Oh, no yeah, that, that's right. There was I guess a, you won't be allowed to take your shoes off. That was a big news story, right? They were like, no onesies, yeah. no PJs, no... Yeah. Right. So I'm pretty sure you won't be allowed to take your shoes off. I'm pretty sure they haven't heard of shoes in Hawara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, rough. Yeah, rough. Oh, going now. Goodbye. All right. Yeah, fair enough. See you, Michelle. Love okay. you. Love you. Hey, I love Hawara. I've been there before. Bruce <laughs> Bruce is with us tonight. Having the edge. Shoes off, shoes on at the cinema. What do you reckon? Oh, you, you can't expose the world to that fungus laying in your feet. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Bruce, okay. Bruce okay. sounds like he's calling from an adult film cinema. <laughs> so, no, mate, my cinema, no one takes anything off. Okay, first rule. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, we need to take one more because it's inconclusive. One person said yes, one person said no, and the other one said something about hardware. Uh, <laughs> okay, what do you reckon? Shoes off, shoes on? On. On. Oh, there we oh, go. There we go. Three calls to rule them all. Four, actually, and uh, you got to leave your shoes on. This mm, okay, that's that's the rules, but you do what you want. Mind you, Ben, you took your own popcorn to a movie. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Of course, the Royal Wedding is happening uh, this Saturday night, New Zealand time, and we wanted to see if we could connect four listeners right now to Prince Harry. He's been to New Zealand before. He's getting married on Saturday, and we've connected one already. One person saw him on a uh, tour, a fishing tour in Bay of Islands. Yeah, Lisa's with us. Can we connect another person to Prince Harry, Lisa? Yeah, so when I was living in London, my best friend there was out temp and bowling, and Prince Harry was in the lane next to her. What, temp and bowling? <laughs> out temp and bowling. Surely he'd pay, he'd pay, he has enough money to build his own temp and bowling alley in Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Well, they'd like to do it outside, apparently. What, with any security or anything? Or was it just, just Harry whipping down the bowls? Just Harry and his friends out bowling. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool, cool. Okay, we'll, That's we'll, kind of cool that he's you. doing that. You would have thought, you're right, he'd be like sort of locked away doing that away from the public. Yeah, well. Well, yeah, he wasn't, Ben. He's a normal guy. Oh, okay. I, That's I, what I Lisa's, Lisa's trying to tell us. He's the, he's, the, he's the royal. That's just, he's one of the people, right? Stop being a maho. <laughs> it's Markle. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate that. We've got Courtney on the phone. You've got a connection to Prince Harry. Yes. Um, well, when I, a couple of years ago, during the Under-20 World Cup, my brother, for a promotion, got to play with Prince Harry, and my brother was in goal during the time, and he let Prince, well, we didn't let him, but Prince Harry scored the goal. While your brother was defending the goal. Oh, wow. Now, here's the question. Yeah. Your brother let it go past. I mean, you Surely. never you never want to block Prince Harry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I was defending a goal, I'd be like, Harry, take a shot, mate. I'll let one in. I want to make you look good in front of the media. <laughs> Krista's with us. We're trying to connect four of our listeners to Prince Harry. What do you got, Krista? Um, a girl I went to uni with um, played polo with both Harry and William. No. Yeah, it's some good stories. That's, uh, what, tell us the best one. Uh, I can't really remember, but she just used to hang out with them like, after the games. She said they were really normal and lovely. Uh, they used to um, basically go run away on, on the field and just get on, on the piss. <laughs> they were, I think they were quite young at the time, like maybe between 15 and 20. He's had his moments, eh, isn't he, with the old yeah. devil's lettuce? He got caught smoking <laughs> yeah, the devil's yeah, lettuce yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. naked, yeah. naked drinking alcohol in Las Vegas. He did, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 so this is minor in comparison to that, but still. Hey, Krista, that's cool. good. That's, that's a good connection. Amanda's with us on 0800 The Edge. you got a connection to Harry. I do, yes. What is it? Um, um, I used to live in the Cotswolds in um, the UK where Princess Anne has her her home and everything. And my friend and I went to a polo game where him, William and Charles were playing. Yeah. 
and Camilla was presenting the cup and my friend and I sort of sneaked in with the paparazzi where they were all taking the photos and it all went dead silent and me yelling to my friend who was a few paps away from me, I've gone, oh my God, Prince Harry, he's so sexy, look at him, can you see him? And just went dead silent just as I shouted that. Uh. And he looked up. He looked directly at me, just rolled his eyes and put his head back down. It was really embarrassing. Oh, so Harry looked you in the eyes, even when you said he was sexy. his eyes and he's like, you dick. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Joining us in the studio, very exciting. We always love having her in the studio. Susie Cato, how's it going? It's going very well, thank you. It's a bit achy, but other than that, it's all good. Well, you're doing so well on Dancing with Stars. Thank you. Yeah, are you enjoying it? I'm or, loving it. The novelty hasn't worn off yet? No, 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 it hasn't because, <laughs> look, we've got four days to learn a whole new dance routine. So there's no time for the novelty to wear off. What's been the best thing about being on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, gosh, what? Just the one best thing? Because mm. there's heaps of best things. Just the one. Oh, that's not fair. Um, the best thing is about making new friends. And Oh, don't give us that. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't no, give no, us no, making no. new friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real, that's a Susie art to them. I like yeah, it. It's yeah. good. Who's the one person? Okay, I'll, I'll, just between us, Susie. Yeah. I've got a baseball. <laughs> In the nation. Just don't tell anybody okay. else. I've got a baseball bat. You want to do a Tonya Harding? <laughs> okay. And I can take I anyone's Tonya. kneecaps yeah. out. Who, who am I taking out? Who's your biggest competition? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going there because it depends on the dance. And each week people are stronger in one and they're not the But you're the ever. best out of all of them. Oh, thank you very much. But um, I don't know about that. I think I'm doing my best. I'm trying really, really hard. And I will keep on trying until we get to the end. Okay, yeah. Susie, uh, before you go, mm-hmm. we've got uh, three different versions of your fa- of, of your most famous song. Oh, really? Okay. See You, See You Later. Nice. And we want you to pick the most favourite. Okay. okay. So we've, we've done some remixes of See You, See You Later for you. We're going to see if you like them in new genres. Have a listen. Okay, here's the original. Good song. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love, Love it. It, it yep. raised Alt mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, here, here's the first version. Yeah. Uh, see you, see you later. It's time to say goodbye. See you, see you later. I've really got to fly, so see you, see you later. It's time for us to end, so see you, see you later. I, 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 I'll be back again. Okay, Susan Kelly, <laughs> you're one of the Dancing with the Stars judges judging our, our parody versions. What are you giving that one? Oh, out of ten, yeah. I'll give that uh, seven. Seven, seven out of ten. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay the rap version, seven. okay. Here, here's the rock version. Mm. For us to end, but I'll be back again. See you, see you later. See you, see you later. See you, see you later. Producer Dan, Dan. Oh, <laughs> he really got into that one. That was like a half an hour song. So what do you what do you give that one out of ten? Well, I don't think its lines were quite right, so I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, seven, seven. Yeah, okay, seven. Yeah. Okay, and finally the pop version. Oh, nice. Okay. It's time to say goodbye. I've really got to fly. Time for us to end. <laughs> I'll be 
That needs to be recorded. Yeah, that, that is great. I love that, Dan. And what do you get? What do you get? Yeah, the yeah. pop, the pop vision. Well, seeing as all I get at the moment is sevens. Have you noticed? Every week I've right. had seven, seven, seven. I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, oh seven. So they're all the same. Hey, uh, Susie, if you want to vote for Susie uh, Kato, keep her in Dancing with the Stars. How can you do it? You go Susie to three, 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 and that's as a text. And I see you wearing a pink t-shirt oh, today, yeah, which is an awesome like thing. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Come on, on. What's this for? What's the pink t-shirt for? The pink t-shirt is pink. Sh- Pink Shirt Day. So mm. we're standing up together and we're putting a stop to bullying. As part of the Mental Health Foundation and look, together we can make a change. Mm. So yeah, great, That's you guys great thing to be about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although, yeah. although, can I say, Ben is a bully. What? Jono, <laughs> how can you say that Ben is a bully? He's a bully. Oh, yeah? He should bullies me. Can I just <laughs> say, no, just because no, yeah. you're wearing a t-shirt <laughs> doesn't make you not a bully. <laughs> what a bully. Can I just say, like, you, you put the t-shirt on, I gave it to you, and you took a photo with it, and you took it off and put it in your cubby hole. <laughs> yeah. But what I think is that you guys aren't so much bullies as you are teasing, and yeah. it's not repetitive, and it's not particularly nasty. No, we it's, love each other. We give silly. each other, like, But he's a bully. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I won't lie. Okay, Jono, then we need to have a talk about it. We do. If you're being bullied, you need to talk to someone. Susie, I'll talk to you. Okay, after. After this. I don't know where this has come from. Uh, Susie Cato, always great to have you here. Good luck with Dancing with the Stars. You're doing so well. Oh, thank you so much. You don't need any luck. You're going to win it. Oh, thank you. You're going to win it. Fingers crossed. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.